This is episode 149 of the Focused Mindset Podcast. Today, I have some thoughts for you about how you can avoid self-sabotage and how very important it is for us to focus on the things that are helpful for our future. So let's get into this episode. Welcome to the Focused Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a solution-focused life coach and an educational counselor. I'm here to talk about the solution-focused approach with you so you can use these skills to be the very best version of yourself, not only for you, but for your entire family. Don't forget to subscribe and download so you don't miss a minute of the family-oriented content that I put out for you each and every week. Hello, I'm so glad you can join me here today. We're going to talk about self-sabotage. I'll tell you what, that, that's something that gets us, doesn't it? Our mind wants to fight against us sometimes. We know that we want to have high hopes. We know that we want to focus on the hope that has been instilled within us to move forward towards our goals and our dreams. And then the negative thoughts come swirling on in and we feel like days, weeks, months slip by where we just are stuck in negative self-talk. But first, have you picked up your copy of 30 Days to Higher Hopes? 30 Days to Higher Hopes is available on Amazon, and it is my solution-focused interactive writing journal where I don't only share my thoughts with you, but I give you a guided way to unlock your potential and grow the hope in your life. Pick one up for you. Pick one up for your loved one. It is gift-giving season. How about giving someone the gift of a tool that will help them grow their hope? We know from research that rising levels of hope are a higher predictor of success than even standardized test scores. I mean, we can test kids on math all they want, but if they don't have a belief within them, a hope that they can do better than the day before, then they're bound to repeat the past and not do so well on their math if they believe they can't do math. You can plug that into almost anything that you want to be successful in life or you hope that your child will be successful in. We want to have a high level of hope moving into 2023. So what are you waiting for? Get your copy of 30 Days to Higher Hopes. And I also have a brand new product available on my website over at thefocusedmindset.com. You can get the 30 Days to Higher Hopes bundle. This is currently only available in the United States, but you can get a signed copy of 30 Days to Higher Hopes and a digital download that gives you seven guided practices of encouragement and training to help you as you walk through the next 30 days to grow your hopes. And a special thanks to my sponsor, thinkingmats.com. Hop over to thinkingmats.com or click the link in the show notes and use the code FOCUSEDMINDSET at checkout to get your discount. 
because Thinking Mats has created an amazing way for you to help your children solve their own conflicts, having them find solutions to their problems on their own without you having to step in, without you having to even pick sides. It is lovely. Step over to thinkingmats.com and get yours today. It's coming up on that time where most of our kids are off for an extended period of time. We're all hoping that we can have peace in our home and as little conflict as possible. Some conflicts are inevitable, and that's why I really believe that we need the tools to be able to help us solve these problems in the most productive way possible. But as our kids grow, just remember that this time is so special and valuable with them. The time that you spend with the people that you love, whether it be your significant other, whether it be a brother, a sister, whether it be your parents, your children, value the time that you're able to spend with them. My daughter recently uh, began dating a new person and she's excited about it. And this was the first time in a very long time that she almost insisted. Well, she did. She insisted that we meet this person. She said, I'm not going to continue dating this person until you sit down and you're able to meet them. And the other night they came over and hung out just spontaneously after my daughter's volleyball practice. And I don't know about you, but when I meet two people that have been dating, especially if I'm really close to one of them, like clearly I am with my daughter, I want to read how they are together. Do they seem to bring out the best in each other? That's something that sometimes you really don't know until you spend some time with them, but I find it to be so important. Now, as I was driving home uh, with my daughter in the car, knowing that my older daughter was there with the person that she's dating, I was trying to free my mind of any expectation, whether it be negative or positive, to be able to have that clean slate walking in on it. Now, any of you that are parents that have already been through meeting someone that your child is dating, um, there's a lot of biases that we walk around with, a lot of expectations that we have, a lot of uh, just negative and positive self-talk that can just kind of like flow in and out really quickly and end up sabotaging that moment. I've had that happen to me before because I just let my thoughts get carried away. I wasn't about to let that happen. So as I walked in, they had already beat me there. I took a deep breath and I chose to look at this moment in the best possible light. I thought, I know that my daughter's new boyfriend is going through just as many nerves, if not more so than I am. So let's just look at this moment for what it is. And as we began to talk, um, you could tell that maybe he was a tad bit uncomfortable. But I'll tell you what, I didn't sense anything that gave me any vibe that my daughter was uncomfortable. She was relaxed. In fact, she was glowing. She was living in a space that I hadn't seen her in in a while, a place of happiness, a place of peace, a place of excitement, joy, and expectation. I could see it all over her face. 
And as I made eye contact with my husband, I could tell that he saw the very same thing. The two of them worked well together. The energy between them seemed calm. It seemed at peace. It seemed like the two of them were just uh, kind of in sync, even as they sat there. Now, who knows if this is a relationship that's meant for a season or if it's meant for a lifetime. That's not for me to know or decide. But I walked away from that meeting with them feeling as though that was a wonderful jumping off point to what could be an amazing relationship. Yes, they'll have their ups and downs. Yes, they'll have their challenges. But I was so happy to see my daughter in a peaceful place. Now, after they left and our short visit was over, my husband says, is it just me or did we just see the grown-up version of Cassidy? (laughs) I felt like that was happening in the moment as I watched her. And when you really begin to see the grown-up version of your children, you realize how quickly time has flown by as you raised them. You're raising them to be the adult that they're going to be, not uh, to make them a clone of you. You're raising them to be able to grow and flourish and sometimes fall on their face and learn from their mistakes. And you're raising them with the hope that they are going to be able to meet any challenge in their life and that they're going to be able to thrive in their life as they walk in their journey. I know that it scares us when we think about all the mistakes that we made in our life's journey, and we don't want our children to fall in the same pitfalls. But I want to encourage you to be with your family without fear, without fear of what might happen, without all of the expectations that you put on yourself, and then you start putting it on them. Rather than that, be in the moment that you're in. Take in the energy of the people around you and look for the things that are signs that it could go well. Trust me, you won't be able to ignore the signs that says that things won't go well because our mind quickly picks up on that, which is why I think about the subject of self-sabotage. You know, in my book, 30 Days to Higher Hopes, I train people to be able to gather all of your thoughts without judgment and then to be able to plan with purpose, with your preferred future in mind every single step of the way and then to soar. Don't get stuck in the planning phase and stuck in the thinking. Soar forward. Move Because the moving forward is going to be what launches you into the future you're always meant to have. Or he'll be able to see that this is that I need to take a turn. Staying still is never going to get you where you need to go. But many times people spin their wheels and stay stuck for far too long. And when it boils down to the reasons why, they could find every different excuse in the book. But the real reason is the person that they look in the mirror each morning. Have you been through times like that where if you're really honest with yourself, you know that you are the one sabotaging your growth? 
you have been given the tools to be an amazing uh, leader, amazing motivator, an amazing, I don't know, whatever it is that you do for a living, but you stop short, you find an excuse, you find a detour, you find something that distracts you, that takes yourself off into a long and windy journey of a road and the straight path towards where you are supposed to be gets lost in the woods. So how can you, as you move into 2023, stay on the straight path towards the person that you are always meant to be? One thing is by recognizing that our mind is always looking for ways to protect ourselves and, and remind us that, oh, you don't want to walk into danger. Oh, you don't want, you want to avoid failure. You want to be your best. You want to be your very best before you take actions. There's thoughts like this that our mind puts out there that we don't have to believe. So my hope is that this podcast helps you know that you can take action. You can soar into your future, just like an eagle taking off and soaring through the air, their wings spread, they're just free and flying. You can take action on the things that you want to do in this coming year without inhibitions, without your mindset getting in the way. You can do that. Now, I had uh, someone tell me recently, that's so hard to do. Well, nothing that we are trying to accomplish in life that's worthwhile accomplishing is easy. And it's okay that something feels a little bit hard. What's not okay is that we give ourselves excuses. Your dreams matter. The things that have been placed in your heart to accomplish, they have been put there for a reason. They're not meant to ignore. I would say that if you step into your future three years from now, what's more terrifying? The thought that you might do something and fail or the thought of not doing anything at all and being exactly where you are right now when it comes to accomplishing your dreams and your goals, or when it comes to clearing up the cobwebs of your mind so you can be clear and focused and driven the way that you were meant to be. Now in your heart and mind, you might be answering back to me, hey, that is a really difficult question to answer because I know what it feels like to fail and it doesn't feel good. But don't forget, you've learned from those mistakes. You've learned from those failures, haven't you? Yes. If we're really listening to the reality of what is true, we know that we can learn from the mistakes that we've had in the past and that there is no real evidence at all that the things that we've been through in our past will dictate what happens in our future. That is when we let fear take over. When we listen to that voice, we have successfully allowed fear to sabotage us. We have sabotaged our growth 
because we've replaced the ability to believe in a hopeful future with our ability to listen to fear talk. It happens to all of us. The question is, can you snap out of it? Can you snap out of it and know that you went through life's lessons in order to help you be a stronger and more confident version of yourself moving forward? You will avoid those pitfalls because it matters to you. I would say that inertia and staying still is what allows us to fall into a place of regret. But you can avoid that. You could avoid that by saying, I can gather the thoughts that I'm having without one single bit of judgment. I can write the things that are in my mind so I can plan with the purpose of building towards my preferred future. And then I can soar into action. Action is the thing that steps us closer and closer to our hope and builds our hope and builds our hope one step at a time. The moment that something doesn't work, we can say, oh, check that off my list. That doesn't work. Let's try the next thing. It's our action that gets us there. I'm going to read from the third section of 30 Days to Higher Hopes. This is the little note that I write to you right before I give you your journaling prompts. There was a time that hopelessness was leading my life. I was overwhelmed at work and exhausted. By the time I got home, I felt stuck and frustrated. Day after day, I went through the motions. I knew I was off course in life and my low hopes kept me in a slump. One morning before work, I sat in my car with my thoughts swirling Life seemed too hard. I couldn't even bring myself to get out of the car. Instead, I sat with my head on the steering wheel, wishing I could disappear. As hope faded, I sat in silence and I began to pray. Are you there, God? It's me. Share. Help me find a better way. And at that very moment, I heard an answer. Share. You don't have to do it all. You simply have to make the next right choice. This changed my life. I lifted my head and I said out loud, I can make the next right choice. And then I began to move forward. Every day that I felt stress, I asked myself, what is the next right choice? And then I set out to do it. From that day forward, I have asked myself that question every time I feel stuck. What is the next right choice? Each time I do, the vision for my future becomes clear and my actions are more intentional. This mindset shift has helped me navigate my life by making decisions that align with my values, my life began to move in a new direction. I landed a new position at work and I found peace at my home again. I began to live an authentic life, uniquely meant for me. On the road of life, you have control over where you go. You can look ahead 
at where you intend to be and move in that direction, just like I did. You can GPS your life. You see in sections one and two of my journal, you use solution-focused strategies to help you realize and clarify your hopes, but now it's time to take action. Decide what your next right choice is. Listen to the answer and move in that direction. As you do, fear will be put in your review mirror and your road ahead will be hopeful. Do the next right choice and then do it again. The GPS in a car gives you directions of a destination. When the GPS, uh, when you GPS your life, you learn how to listen to your internal wisdom and move towards that, move towards that destination. So soar into your future. Go after your hopes. Go after your dreams. Can you do that this year? Can you make a commitment to look at things in a brand new light. You have to turn the corner and move towards that on purpose. You can't just expect you to be able to miraculously have something different happen if you keep the same stinking thinking that you've been having up to now. You have to level up and you have to really take that seriously. You know, too much time goes by with us whining and fussing and, oh, if only this and if only that, and it's because of this reason and that reason. What a bunch of wasted time. What a bunch of wasted energy. But that's not to say that we should minimize when we get to a place like I was when I sat there in that car. I can remember it like it was yesterday, and it wasn't the only time I felt like that. But that was the time when I knew that something needed to change. Something in my life had to change or where was I going to be? I was going to be, uh, maybe not physically, but in my mind sitting there day after day with my head on my, uh, steering wheel going absolutely nowhere. No more. No more of that for you. No more of that for me. There is absolutely no way that we're going to be able to fully encourage the people that we have in our life. That goes for our kids. That goes for our spouse. That goes for the other people in our life that we were meant to help them. If we don't take our own growth seriously, right? So, I mean, does this mean we're going to be perfect? No, of course not. But it means that we take the action in our life seriously, that we do, we refuse to sit still, basically. Now, how is it that we can continue moving in the right direction and basically recognize that voice of self-sabotage and just kind of quiet it and then say, what is my next right choice? Well, in the next part of my journal, I encourage you to write encouraging words to yourself. Battling self-sabotage takes a clear and concerted effort. It's not going to happen with us just taking it easy and being like, oh, I feel so motivated. We have to do something different. 
So you take your journal and you write to yourself. You write the most hopeful and amazing letter to yourself where you're writing as if you're writing to the person that you love, the person that you care about most, the person that is valuable to you. You might struggle with feeling that way about yourself. You might sometimes feel like you want to take revenge on your own self for past mistakes that you've made, or you don't deserve to have something good. These are the thoughts that self-sabotage you, don't they? They haunt you, they drag you down, and they bring you to a place of, I don't know, just sorrow, really. We weren't meant to live in sorrow, but those sorrowful moments can happen less when we choose to write a letter of encouragement to ourselves and then read it back to yourself in that time. Proclaim it. Know that you can reach those things and that you are your best cheerleader. Sit down and start something like this. I understand what you've been through and I am here for you. And then just let your mind go and write and write about what that means to you, how you do fully understand more than anybody else, the things that you have been through. And in spite of that, and because of that, you are here for yourself. Make that commitment. And tomorrow, sit down and write. I realize your struggles. I realize you continue to move forward every day and I support your hopes. Use that prompt as a launch forward and write. Just write about what you know you've always hoped for or something that's hidden in your heart. And then make a commitment to always support those hopes. What does it mean to be supportive? What does it mean to you to be supportive? How do you wish that other people supported you? Do you know you have the opportunity to be that support for yourself? No matter what you've been through, no matter how you might sometimes hear that voice that says, oh, no, no, you should actually be dragged down because of the things you've been through in the past, but you're not defined by the things that you've been through in the, your past. You have a future to step into, and you can do that by supporting your own hopes. Here's another journal prompt that I will give you in this episode that is also in 30 Days to Higher Hopes. Dear, and that's you that you're sending this letter to. So dear Cher, I promise to cheer you on each day. I promise to be there beside you as you soar forward and remember your best hopes. What promises do you want to add? What promises are you willing to promise to yourself this year? Now, it could be that it's wrapped around the goals that you also have in how much you support your significant other and the things that they're doing and how much you support your kids and the things that they're doing, whether it be their sport, whether it be their passion, whether it be uh, a goal that they're reaching. But then you have to turn and put the spotlight on you 
and say, if I'm going to support them, I also need to be an example of someone that supports myself. So as you move into 2023, there's going to be many different thoughts that flow in and out of your mind. There's going to be many different thoughts that flow in and out of my mind. But the ones that are there to self-sabotage, that is disguised as some type of uh, mental place that you need to be in order to learn a lesson or in order to beat yourself up, you need to see it for what it is. It's a thought and that's nothing more than what it is. It's a thought. Are you going to choose to keep that thought? Are you going to choose to throw it in the trash? If it's a low level, unhelpful, low budget thought, then unless you're planning on having a low level, unhealthy, low budget life, then throw that thought in the trash and move on. Next, replace it with a high quality thought. You can look back in my podcasts and listen to the podcasts that I've talked about high quality thoughts. They make a difference. Your mindset determines what your future will be. Your focus determines what your future will be. So choose what your focus will be. Don't let yourself off the hook. Don't give yourself an excuse. Make it happen. I think of a a person that I coached when he was 18 years old, a few years back, and here he was in high school with learning disabilities that uh, made it so hard for him to do things like reading. But you know what else he did? He also was winning races every single weekend all over the United States, racing cars. He had gotten to the point where he was a professional race car driver, that he had awards and accolades and deals with um, commercials that wanted them to sponsor him. And then there was this other side of him where he struggled so very much. In my work with him, I was able to help him say, which version of you are you going to focus on? Are you going to focus on your gifts and your talents? Or are you going to focus on your weaknesses? You can realize that your weaknesses are a part of your life and accept it. And then you can choose to focus on your strengths. I hope that you can see the strengths in yourself and notice the strengths in those around you. Notice the strengths in your children. Notice the strengths in people. Because when we do, we are truly being solution-focused. So, Merry Christmas to those of you that celebrate Christmas. It's coming up in a few weeks. Happy New Year soon. And go out and make today amazing. There are two things I know for sure. One is life coaching can change the way that you approach your world. And the second is that solution-focused is the single best way for us to retrain our mind into looking at solutions rather than problems. I put those two together to offer you the highest quality of life coaching that is on the market. 
Hop onto my website, thefocusedmindset.com and book yourself a absolutely free call with me where we can figure out what we can do to work together. Can it happen? I'll tell you what, I want to work with you to continue the work that you're already doing to be the very best version of yourself for you and your family. And I'm taking on um, up to five new clients coming up in this next year. Now you're already gleaning content from this podcast, but maybe next year you're ready to bump it up. Give me a call. I provide coaching for you. I provide coaching for the entire family and also for teenagers and kids. So don't delay. Hop onto my website and make an appointment to talk to me because you're never alone on life's journey with the focused mindset. A special thank you to my email community members. Look for a special New Year's message coming your way in my hope notes. And again, until next time, keep in touch and take care.